The Nine to Kind mini courses are launching in July. Make sure you are on the list. Go to laurenruthmartin.com slash social, hop on the newsletter, and you'll be the first to know when they are released. This is the Nine to Kind podcast, weekly 10-minute pep talks helping burned out perfectionists live more intentionally, improve their self-care, and of course, be just a little bit kinder to themselves. Let's go. Okay, so let's jump into this week's content, the binge cycle, the binge restriction cycle of self-care. This is very much based off of what, how we describe the binge, the restrict binge cycle when it comes to eating disorders. And the reason that I wanted these to overlap is because a common theme when it comes to our views and what we've been taught around food and also what we've been taught about rest and self-care, they very much mirror each other. And they all really go down to this thing of like, we're always questioning what we deserve. We always question when can we begin enjoying life? Rest has to be earned. Fun has to be earned. You have to eat dinner before you eat dessert. And what that leads to is just this really unhealthy pattern of consistent engagement, consistent disengagement from these things that we need in our life, like rest and nourishment and enjoyment, we tend to put those to the side until we feel like we've reached a certain echelon in order to engage in those really restoring activities. So here's like a little little backstory to this. So over the weekend, over the past month, I've been really busy and also trying just to balance again that whole work life, personal life, now that people are getting out more, how do we just do life in a balanced way? And I know that balance is very subjective. So what balance means for me, like how do I strike that middle ground and flexible range of operating? And I noticed that as I was finding myself more overwhelmed and stressed out, my pendulum was swinging one way or the other. I was either all in work and getting things done, or I was all in rest and just checked out. And what was happening is that on both ends, I was either letting things slip through the cracks with work, or I wasn't fully engaged and present with my friends. And what happens is that if you're engaging in that, you know, binge restrict cycle, an unhealthy relationship with rest, with self-care, with fun begins to be developed. And if we look at this as a whole, what happens is if we're trying to be on the straight and narrow and disciplined, and then we get dysregulated or activated or our emotions are off, we then swing to the other side in order to cope, numb, re-regulate, and then we just go back and forth. What that looked like for me, again, was like that checking out, letting things slip through the cracks or being so into work and getting a lot of things done. The way that this happens with our self-care, right, is that we're like disciplined and we're working and we're doing all these things. And then when we check out, we either like overspend or we do a binge marathon or of shows or we are, we're either saving all of our rest for vacation. And the thing is, as we get older, that becomes less and less sustainable because then we don't have margin for the back and forth of life. Also, it begins to develop this really unhealthy mindset that comes with rest. And, you know, the goal of not only the nine to kind challenge, but like the goal for a lot of us therapists is teaching people flexibility and how to move in a flexible manner throughout life, being able to intuitively listen to your body. If we relate this to how we work with eating disorders, you know, that idea of 
really beginning to retrust your body and to relearn your hunger cues and to reincorporate how you feel when you're full, like listening to your body again is an essential part of eating disorder recovery. So if we think about burnout recovery, an essential part of us getting into a more sustainable paced out um, place of existing is going to require self-trust and re-engaging with like learning our body's rhythms again. And that's why this idea of breaking that binge restrict cycle is absolutely necessary because most of us don't know how to rest. Most of us struggle when it comes to rest. And this really much was highlighted to me over this past weekend because I was on that bench restrict. And over the weekend, there was just a lot of social stuff going on to where I didn't really get caught up with my work backlog. And yesterday, I had a lot of sessions and I like went into this mindset of like, I'm just going to push through and get everything done despite being extremely tired. And my friend Amber, you know, God bless her, she was texting me to come to this yoga thing that she was hosting. And the whole time I was like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time for yoga. I can't take, like, I just don't have time to rest. Like, this is not not the time, not the day. And I found myself being extremely, like, defensive and resistant to the idea of taking a break and doing something to really restore not only my body, but also my headspace. And as I was talking to my husband about it, he, you know, we both knew that I wanted to go. We both knew that I needed to go. And so instead of pushing through or even thinking, okay, if I do this and I have to do that, I just decided, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to see what I get done. So see how like I'm moving from rigid to a curious stance. I'm going to see how much work I can get done before I head in, or I want to see how much I can. Um, I just want to see what can get done. And then I'm going to go do yoga. And if I need to leave early, I can. So I went into it with no rules around any of it. I actually ended up getting a fair amount of like house stuff done before going to yoga. And then when I got home after I was actually in a pretty solid headspace to where I could get my backlog done. This idea of taking the rules off, this idea of decompartmentalizing and making everything very incorporated, very integrative, and very much based on like how my body and brain were existing, it opened me up to have enough margin to tackle a little bit of my backlog. I didn't get as much done as I really wanted to, but I got myself into a better space to operate today. And that's the idea of creating something that's more sustainable for our future. You know, I don't know about y'all, but there is something about just eating a cookie without having to think about it and just being able to enjoy the cookie for what it is and not attaching meaning to it. And that's really what we're wanting to do with our rest. We're wanting to be able to incorporate our shows and incorporate our walks and incorporate our downtime in a way that it can seamlessly coexist with the work that we have to get done in order to operate. And we know in seasons, this is going to ebb and flow. And that's why we're breaking that restrict binge cycle with our burnout, because most of our life operates in the middle. And we're going to have seasons where we need to be more disciplined. And we're going to have seasons where we need, where we can be more relaxed, but being able to have seasons of both really helps us get through the grind of day-to-day life. And I don't want life to be a grind anymore. Like been there, done that. I want life to be more 
existing and doing things that aren't completely driven out of urgency. And that idea of when we engage in that restrict bend binge cycle with burnout, it's really just rocking our nervous system to our core because we're either operating under immense threat and control or immense um, like over reward and very um, like overcompensating. And again, that's just not operating in those two states really it's not great. And even when we think about compensating, that's almost like, you know, really engaging in that overwhelm system. So like either way, we're not operating out of safety. We're not operating out of social safety. We're not operating out of just like genuine existence and enjoyment. It's all done in this element of either pursuit or retreat. And life just can't be lived that way. I don't know about y'all, but one thing about really putting this into practice for me, what's really healed is just my body isn't on edge all the time. And I think that's why I'm bringing this to y'all because I I feel like I'm now in the stage where I'm genuinely practicing what I'm preaching. I'm genuinely trying to make this work, even though I make mistakes, like the past few weeks have not been great. Um, But I've been able to make that exist. And I know that for some of us, it's not completely possible in this seamless way, but it is more possible than we think. So this week, I really want y'all to be mindful of how your pendulum is swinging and really trying to begin incorporating both the idea of throttling back just a little bit or the idea of pushing yourself a little bit more, operating in that range instead of just a hundred to zero, because we weren't meant to exist that way. And my hope is that once you start noticing the cycle, you'll begin to break and shift it either as it's ramping up or as it's shutting down. And once you have that, you're going to be able to operate in a, on a day-to-day basis in a more present, I don't want to say relaxed, but that might be my energy around the world word relax, a more present, more embodied, more intuitive way of operating from day to day instead of solely operating on urgency or emergency shutdown. All right, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the nine to kind podcast. Um, make sure that you please rate, review, subscribe, follow me on Instagram at Lauren Ruth Martin, get on my email list. That's like the inside scoop. I also just add like little tips and tricks within there. You can also get more information about the nine to kind collective. All of that can be found at laurenruthmartin.com. Have the week you're going to have.